Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. All right, thanks for joining us, everyone. Got all the boys here. Gonna yo, get started. Yo, yo. What's up, Danny D? Not much, boys. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, we, oh, apparently, we all turn into DJs as soon as the mic starts. <laughs> Welcome what to up, the podcast. Up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, what's going on, guys? It's been it's been a long week for everyone, I think. Oh my yeah. god, this week has been the longest month ever. Yes, it has. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Dan, why don't you kick us off? What's uh, what's going on with you, man? Well, uh, for the weekend, I built a a wheelchair ramp for a client, so I was on location for the whole weekend. That, that looks done. really nice, man. Thank that you. That thing thank looks you, really you. good. You did a really good job on that. Appreciate it. Good That's why man. I always take those far away pictures, so you can't see the close-up <laughs> details and That's it. all the crappy parts. You can't uh, tell the grit through a picture. That's that is right. Yep. <laughs> Just stain it at 80 grit. Nobody can tell. <laughs> what about you, Pete? Uh, I was, uh, with the help of my uh, three other coworkers, basically converting a 500-person company uh, to work remotely from home, uh, which is about a three-month job, and we did it in nuts. four days. <laughs> That's nuts, man. And, uh, oh, man. It was That's like, what like Dan said, to. it was a long month. <laughs> I thought he was just blowing us off. Apparently, I assume as much. But we're we're I officially see. at home uh, just in time because NYC got locked down and then Jersey got locked down today or yesterday. Wild. So, yeah. But uh, we're at home and if we've been keeping busy with Emma, we've started uh, just doing random projects. She's having just keeping me busy, which is good. <laughs> nice. What about you, Mike? Um, I'm trying to remember the week. I'll be honest; it's kind of a blur. This has been a really bad week. So, <laughs> like you said, I mean, I don't really. It's just been a lot of. Um, trying to stay above water at work, trying to figure out where we're going to take everything, what we're going to do with everything. We've had projects shut down. We've had projects reopen. We had one project close, open, close, open, close, and open all in a period of two days. Damn. So material suppliers are, it's a mess. It's just a mess. So I don't anticipate next week getting any better, but I got a lot of shop time in, which is nice because otherwise I go out of my mind without shop time. (laughs) I don't know what I did beforehand. I totally get that, man. Yeah, it's a nice yep, little yep. Uh, release. Yeah. What, uh, Dan? You besides the uh, cedar wheelchair ramp, you working on anything else this week? I know you had that that big table. I still need to finish that media console for sure, and then then I'm doing that 14 foot countertop. Right, countertop. Sorry. It's not actually a. I mean, it's a countertop, but it's not a countertop like you would imagine in a kitchen. It's it's going to go on a a giant media center for a, a guy. Here in town. Interesting. What, like, I'm trying to, so it's just, it's for like a TV? Yeah. Uh, really? So, if you follow me on Instagram, if you've been following me for a while. I don't. I, don't. I know. <laughs> we really need to talk about that after the show. Um, I am pretty busy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I do a lot of generic stuff. Like yeah, it's all. Uh, a domino? Uh, Again? A while, a while <laughs> I'm trying to talk. <laughs> A while back, I I, uh, I built some speaker boxes for a guy. These giant speaker boxes that hold uh, 21-inch subwoofers. Dang! And, yeah, wow. and they're massive. And uh, basically, the, the countertop is going on top of these speakers, and it's all incorporated into this giant entertainment system. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that it's, thing looks awesome. It, it's going to be a... Yach to move. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm not looking how forward you, to that. How are you doing that? Magic. Oh, <laughs> Harry Potter. No. All domino. Uh, I have. All dominoes. <laughs> it's going to be dominoes stacked on one of an, one on right. one another. Glue. You know, little glue. <laughs> oh, I got I got a a guy helping me. Uh, believe it or not, two guys can lift it. It's just so big and unruly. Right. Right. What was was it fur? It yeah, it's fur. It's nice. They're hun- they're from hundred year old beams that we resawed into three slabs each because That's they awesome. were like four and a half inches thick. And then crazy, uh, yeah. I I glued them all together and slapped them together. Crazy. Slapped. What about you, Pete? What uh besides work stuff? You know, you weren't uh, in the shop really at all, were you? 
No. And, uh, I, like, at all. And I felt terrible. I actually, for the first time, I, like, left just messages unanswered completely. <laughs> I felt so terrible. I was hitting people up uh, you yesterday can't. and today. I was just like, hey, I know you talked to me Monday, and this was actually kind of time sensitive, but here's an answer. <laughs> They're asking me, like, hey, how, like, how long do I wait between a stain or something else? And I was like, oh, God, I should have answered this Monday when you were doing it. <laughs> um, but I was still waiting for an answer. Just like, <laughs> it's probably been long enough. <laughs> it's coming. I'm just going to wait. <laughs> um, so I, I caught up. I got caught up on all the messages. Finally posted something on IG today uh, after a week. But I basically did from Friday night until today, now, at 7 o'clock on Sunday, I basically got a week's worth of stuff done between the shop and here. I gutted my entire desk and uh, basically rebuilt it to work with my PC that I have and my, my Mac setup that I need for work now, uh, now that I'm working remotely. Um, so the rem pretty much all of my desk is on like the other side of the room. <laughs> it's just all over the floor and tables, so we gotta organize that. But Emma's teaching from home, so we made her a, a ballet bar. Ballet bar? Bar with R-E. <laughs> whatever and um we did that with some like tripods and some threaded inserts and a closet rod that i had cool. and uh now we're working on redoing her desk because her, her desk she now that she's working from home too it's just not enough it's like this tiny little space <laughs> i want to get a big slab on there hey pete when i when i first saw that post on instagram today um i was like oh wow they made a limbo bar for their wedding because you were talking about <laughs> taking wedding stuff that is brilliant that is <laughs> yes, so smart so so when your wedding hits <laughs> take it to the wedding use it as a limbo bar you're welcome that is brilliant <laughs> hey emma, yeah, emma. Hey. <laughs> she's not listening she's on my, she's mic'd up too <laughs> i'm gonna tell her that's actually a brilliant idea you're welcome. Oh, Thank you. Oh. I've been to a well, wedding or two. And I did. Me too. Right. Yeah. You take pictures at weddings, right? Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. yeah. yeah cool. <laughs> so you do it on your phone, right? Yeah. It's all, it's all iPhone. Nokia yeah, 3210. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. What, what did I do, you said? Yes, Mike. Uh, what did so you do besides <laughs> working and going crazy and all that stuff? I did... Um, I got. I made a lot of progress on my guitar, which you know I'm super excited about that guitar. Mm. It looks amazing. I did the first dry fit of the neck, and it looks incredible. The remainder of the parts should start landing on Tuesday. I think the last part will land on Friday. And I, in my time on Instagram, I, I've built a bunch of mallets, and I've had people, I've had multiple people ask me, "Hey, could you make an instructional video on how to make a mallet?" They're really not hard, so I never really thought about putting them together. Also, there's a million different videos on YouTube on how to make them. Really? Yeah, yeah. You should check remember it out. we talked about this. Three Year Old Son <laughs> so, has a video. right. Three Year Old Son has a mount video. Um, but yeah, I, I got that video done, and that was pretty much my whole week was the guitar and this mallet video. So I really went in depth on that. But that was pretty much my week. That and keeping the ship afloat over at work and doing everything I could over there. So anyway, that's all. That's all going okay. Yeah. It's hectic. Heart. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hectic, but yeah, it's fine. Um, for those of you actually listening, you know, five years from now, because we've clearly hit it off and we're just, just you know, we're on episode 100 at that point. Right. Um, oh, yeah, this is sure. all happening during the 2020 uh, coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> That's why we're all <laughs> right. freaking out and like stuff is locked down. We yes. don't really explain that. I mean, people listening now will know, but yeah, I'm that's going for long point. term. <laughs> right. It's a good idea to bring up why we're goals. having such a hard week. <laughs> It's so on our mind, we're not even thinking about that other people won't know what we're talking about in the future. So Just day-to-day -day stuff. No, this is, this is how we live now. This is life. <laughs> this is life. This is life. <laughs> All right. What, uh, you guys want to jump into a, into a topic here? Do you guys want to go into some questions, or what do you want to do? Ooh, let's, let's surprise me, a baby. Topic. Mike, you pick a topic. What do you, what do you think we should talk about today? Let's, um, let's do this woodworkers versus influencers, because I really want to see where this heads. Mm. So... Um, mm. You know, oh, I'm gonna let Pete go first. All right, I was just ma making grunting sounds, but I was hoping Dan would pick up while I think of something. <laughs> I never like to go first because I want to hear somebody else's brilliant ideas before I. <laughs> well, the, I think the problem is, and what we really mean by that is, there's this weird, almost pressure to become an influencer and mm -hmm. post 
to grow, to get likes, to get sponsors, to do a giveaway at 1K. Um, Dan, you know, the giveaways are a blast. I'm doing oh, one right now. Yeah. yeah, it's so fun, especially when you have like, what you really want and the key to a good giveaway is a lot of sponsors. You want that because it's just <laughs> a lot of fun to manage. I feel like um, you're taking stabs at me right now. I No, dude, I've done it too. And it was, oh, that 5K giveaway was <laughs> rough. Um, basically, there's this all this pressure to become an influencer and become very active and grow and hit 10K and then 10K hits. I'm like, well, I've just got to grow until I'm 100K mm-hmm. uh, and I got to get in contact with brands, but like, oh, I'm not good enough. And uh, we all fell into that trap. You know, I'd like to say we, we we're doing an okay job at it, no. <laughs> at least, you know, decent job. Uh, nope. So we are growing. We are working with sponsors, but... There's all this pressure because of those, you know, big accounts. The April Wilkerson's, the you know, Brad Rodriguez, uh, you know, Jay Bates. Yeah, no, these they're small town guys. Um, They're about to hit 10k. Get that swipe up. So, you know, there's all this pressure to become these influencers because people see these people get successful, and you see, I mean, even non woodworker ones. All these, uh, you know, how can I put this politely? All these uh, creative people out there that just post dumb stuff that mm-hmm. isn't you know making of any kind but they're just giant accounts because mm-hmm. they work with sponsors they grow they keep posting and they keep the attention so i don't know just wanted to open it up to you guys like what do you think of this whole like influencer trap like it's I, what i want to tell everyone is it's okay to just post fun stuff i get trapped by a lot all the time now i sometimes won't post something if it's not good enough i think or if it's not you know a sponsor post worthy even if there's no sponsor um you want quality and not quantity on there um what do you guys think? Uh, well right at the quantity quality argument i actually don't this isn't i don't actually agree with instagram on that with you on that for instagram because you kind of do need to just keep content coming out to grow on instagram i think that you really should put quality out over quantity but Unfortunately, with Instagram, quantity is tied to growth, and quality doesn't really actually seem to matter on Instagram. (laughs) Um, I agree with you that you should have integrity in what you post up, and you know I think you should have integrity in your brand, whatever your your you are your brand, your account name, your whatever. I mean, I'm Coffee Custom Builds. My brand's integrity is important to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Write it down. Put it in the show notes. Um, (laughs) the, um, The brand integrity is is the most important thing. Even if, I mean, not even if, if you're not doing this to grow an Instagram account, if you're doing it just to sell to people, just to sell, if you're doing it to sell to people and not to be an influencer, um, you need to have brand integrity, no matter what that means. I mean, that if you're selling stuff to people, it's probably just, it means customer service. Um, But if you're going to be, and you can't see my hands right now, but air quotes, influencer, you know, you need to have integrity in your posts as well because that stuff shines through to the people who are seeing it or viewing it. When you are just shilling a product because you got it for free, it's weak and it's low rent. I mean, it just looks bad and the quality of the content looks terrible. So, um, but back to the woodworker versus influencer, um, they're not the same thing. Uh, at all (laughs) and you know an influencer is kind of like when I first got into Instagram it's kind of a silly almost derogatory phrase content creator influencer they're both going into it I was like what the heck is that even you know it doesn't even make sense it makes more sense now and they're just not the same thing and woodworking to be a woodworker is amazing and and great and something to be looked up to in my opinion I mean I think being a woodworker or any sort of maker or not even a maker just something that's a productive member of society is important in all aspects of life. (laughs) You don't need to share with everybody at all times. Like Pete said, you can get caught in it and there is a high involved in it and it's exciting and fun and it becomes this thing you're trying to grow, but you don't have to do it and you don't have to do a giveaway. It's not important. You don't need to do a giveaway. People get caught up. I mean, I, man, I, I, I don't know, like six months ago, it seemed like it was crazy uh, giveaways were so complicated. It's like, if you were born on an even day, you go for giveaway <laughs> prize one. But if you're born, if your last name starts with, between L and Z, you can only go for giveaway six. And it was like, what the heck is going on? And and that always, you know, we get caught up in the like trying to make it 
Just because it's complicated doesn't make it yep. interesting. Dude, I did a two-package one, and it was a nightmare. It was like, all right, there's two two winners, and yeah, split it, everything up. Oh, man. I, I did a two... I did The last one I did was a 2.5K, and, uh, you know, I, I went into it going, okay, I'm not going to deal with... I'm not going to deal with... I'm not going to have a lot of makers involved, because I think sometimes feelings get hurt, even though no one's feelings really get hurt. It kind of feels that way when you get other makers involved. With a My brand, at least... Hurt. Just so <laughs> With a brand, it's it's you know you're they're kind of a organization, so there there's not as many feelings involved, and there's not like a personal relationship there. Even though there's a relationship, it's not a personal relationship. So, I after that 2.5k giveaway, I was like, I don't think I want to have makers in my giveaways ever again. And it wasn't their fault; it was my fault. I forgot to include two makers in my giveaway that they I had told them I would let I would not let them. I'd have them be a sponsor of my giveaway. I forgot to include them on the post. And I, yeah, felt I don't like know what that feels bag. like, Dan. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad I'm, I've never felt that feeling, Dan. Well, now that I'm done driving my bus, um, <laughs> you know, it just, there's all this undue pressure and it doesn't really need to be stressful. Make it, if you're going to do a giveaway, make yeah. it as easy as you can. Make it easy for you and everyone involved. Make it so that it benefits your account the most without making you look like a weasel. And just hmm. make it fun. And just and, do and it to say thanks. Don't be just, like, hey, hey, I want 10,000 followers out of this giveaway. That's no. dirty. You're, you're mucking the water. And just a quick clarification. When we mean woodworkers versus influencers, we're not saying all woodworkers. We're talking about, like, the weekend woodworker, the hobbyist, the right. guy that just, like, wants to post because this might not be their woodworking business or account or anything like that. They're just sharing their love of it um, yep. with friends and family. And they just keep making stuff for, you know, for the people they love or and, you know maybe occasionally to sell that's that's the accounts we're really talking about yeah that and that's awesome that's yeah. super great and you know i think there's um i always kind of look at instagram accounts as a content creator and a content consumer there's some that are kind of in this middle ground where they're like you know not really defined which one they are but for the most part accounts are usually either a content creation or content consumption and i think you know, I don't know that either. None of them are at odds, so I don't know if "versus" is the right word. Woodworker versus influencer. I think it's just compare contrast. So they're yeah. two different things, and you can do both, but you don't have to do both. I mean, the three of us we do we do woodworking and we do content creation, but you don't have to do it. There's no, it's not like a higher calling in woodworking. Yeah. Uh, being a better woodworker is the higher calling in woodworking. Content creation is a separate thing, and it can kind of muddy the waters. Uh, if you're trying to be a really good woodworker, so you have to figure out how to balance it. That's my two cents on that. Yeah, that's that was like a dollar fifty. Sorry, <laughs> I need a like, nap. That was. No, I'll see you guys next good. week. I don't know <laughs> if I have as much to say as Mike does. That was all but, great, great uh, points. Yeah, Dan, what do you think? Uh, ditto. Um, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, topic no, okay. two. <laughs> I want to back up a little bit because you talked about giveaways, and I'm currently doing a giveaway for my 10K follower really? on Instagram. Really? No way. Great giveaway, I mean, you, by the way. You made, and congratulations. You made reference to it, so I figure I should probably like Might say well. something about that. Right as um, well. And I love you, Dan. Pete okay. generously said he would offer up one of his squares. Thank you, Pete. Pete makes awesome squares that are also push sticks. Go I look love him up. them. And so I started this giveaway like what two weeks ago maybe or i started like telling people about it two weeks ago maybe three weeks ago it's been so long mm -hmm. longest year ever um mm. <laughs> and i had a lot of things happen personally my mom got sick you know the world's coming to an end i'm busy with my my woodworking business which is actually a woodworking business right which leads me to my next topic or wait no i need to back up I accidentally forgot to include Pete on the on the giveaway, even though he said, even though he said he was gonna like pitch in because I had and, like uh, to clarify. I'm not actually mad. No, you no can harsh feelings. <laughs> I'm mad that you're not mad. So you know, get in, get in line. Should I, should I get mad? Get mad. Do you like that? Yes. Do you like it when I get mad? I love it when you get mad. So we're gonna talk about this, and that's for the Patreons, which we, again don't have <laughs> the non-existent Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> so. I had I had some of the brands kind of like barking down my neck asking me when I was going to do this because I had them send mm. me all the product, which is also a bad idea. FYI, don't do that. Have them ship. 
because I had other plans in mind and you know all this stuff happened and I was like ah, I gotta get this thing out so I put it out and I forgot about Pete so sorry Pete anyway please it's okay on to the topic woodworker <laughs> versus influencer huh I, th- I I believe I kind of play both sides of the fence on this one like I have a full-time woodworking business basically anymore and I've kind of fell into this influencer thing and I I don't really know hmm I should have thought about this <laughs> uh, remember when we were taught me and Pete were talking for 30 minutes yeah I know. <laughs> I was focused on what you guys were saying. I was like, oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Oh, right. That's a solid point. Um, hmm. no, but you, you fell into the influencer space. Yeah, I fell right, in. So I, I feel like I fell into it. Like, I never in a million I, years I, thought I'd have yeah, as many and followers. Yeah, I think and the thing that... Sponsors. The thing that we actually... We did fall into this. We were just yeah. posting our woodworking and pointing a camera at our stupid faces and just screaming at the mic and a camera, and people were like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were all like, oh, okay, cool. Well, for Dan, I mean, he's a professional photographer. Also and true. for me, I'm not at all a professional photographer. And I, th- I th- I've said it on the podcast, I think, but I got, I mean, I think we're all kind of in the same boat, but I got into Instagram because my wife said, hey, you need to stop posting these woodworking posts to your personal page. You need to yes. start posting them to a woodworking page or separate it somehow. Yes, your wife and said then that you're to like, me too. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you. And then the, uh, <laughs> and then, and then the, uh, then you know you start like you're like a month into it and you're like, man, I can make this look better. And you're like, oh, I wonder if I could do videos. And then it just it's this crazy rabbit hole. Like you fall into it and you just want to make it look better and you want to get a couple more likes. And it's just it's really yes. addicting. It's really addicting. And you so get a few followers and you're like, oh, I could do I can do oh, this and get a, a few more and get a few more and you I'll change then you my start last watching name it every Wilkerson. day. <laughs> yeah, it's addiction, dude. And what you know we were saying earlier about not having to do it you, you really don't you can just stick with woodworking yeah. and it's just yeah it's, it's okay to just share the community will find you you'll find your community and it's great and honestly there's something kind of beautiful about not being over a certain number too because you do have a tight-knit group it's when you start getting kind of i want to say over like six seven k for me is when i noticed that i was getting a lot of a lot of friends a lot of connections and it was getting harder to keep up with everyone um, I was oh, yeah. spending more and more time on that. And I genuinely feel terrible. Like I was saying earlier that I was not able to reach out to these people and help them out. Uh, cause something I prided myself on was answering people within 24 hours to just chat them up and see how they're doing. And, uh, you know, you grow your friend group, I guess you have less time to, I've to had share, to, but. I've had to turn off my push notifications. It's just overwhelming. Like the other night in 30 minutes, I had 140 notifications on my lock screen. Yeah. Like. I can't do that. It, it gets crazy, especially if you're in multiple like groups that talk about different things and different mm. chats and stuff. Like, you have yeah. to shut it off because it'll just run your life. <laughs> it just you can't have it. And then in the morning, I know and you stuff. wake up to like fifty or sixty messages, Mike, with that coffee with yeah. coffee thing. I yeah. wake up till twenty or thirty. So yep. yeah, I wake up to about forty. Well, these days it's slowed down, but I woke I'll wake up to about thirty to fifty mentions in the morning, and it's you know, and like my you, and you I want to respond to all of them. them. I want to, no, I, but I can't. Like you can't. It, it'll dilute that, your f- story feed. Because I think we're all in that coffee with coffee tag at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So there's days where I'm like, I can't repost all these. There's no none no. of my content. <laughs> nope. Right. You can't turn into a coffee it, Instagram. When I was at my right. client's house working on that cedar ramp, I when I took the picture of the coffee sitting on that board at the end of my tailgate. Very artistic. Yesterday. Yeah. Ten out of ten. <laughs> the. <laughs> The client's daughter came out and she goes, "Oh, coffee with coffee, huh?" And I was like, uh, "What? Yeah, you watch those, huh? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, dead serious. That's wild. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> that, doing. That's that's wild. <laughs> Crazy you're, times. You're worldwide Crazy. famous, coffee. <laughs> so or at stupid. least small town famous. <laughs> yeah, right. We've really talked town. about this. Omaha's not small." Right, one billion, one million, one billion. <laughs> awesome. Well, right. want to jump right. into uh, some questions? You wanted to have some witty banter? You want to talk about Pete's eyes? Look at those things. 
gorgeous. Oh yeah, no one can see mm. that. We're doing a podcast. I can see that. Yes. <laughs> but Pete, with all the extra screens he has now, uh, literally, I'm staring at three giant screens, staring back at me. The light and on you is spectacular. I As a photographer, a I'm like, shirt. man, that is good. <laughs> yeah. Who needs? I should just shoot videos here. My voiceovers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, April Wilkerson shoots hers in like some part of her property in like a forest <laughs> and then uh yeah and then I, I just like a disney right princess with deer running around and squirrels and whatnot <laughs> where there's like a lawnmower running in the background <laughs> it's always good it's over the squirrel <laughs> yeah um one minute throw voicemail mike yeah i'll throw some voicemails up i'll get going voice with the first one mails? this is alex yeah. with uh underwater underwater workshop gosh I, I should know it i like alex he's a great guy underwater? check, check this one out Man, yeah. Gentlemen, this is Alex Renault from Under the Water Design and Woodworks asking you this massive question. What are the four most important tools Man. in your shop? Damn. I'll go first. Please do. I have to think. It's uh at it, like right off the bat, it's table saw, jointer, planer, bandsaw. Easy to answer for me. No. Disagree. No, I'm no, I'm right. Okay. You said, wait, table saw, joiner, bandsaw. Planer, bandsaw. Table saw, absolutely agree with that. Planer, bandsaw, festool domino. Go. All right. <laughs> See, you don't okay, have a jointer so, on your list? Hold on. Wait, no, I want to no, hear no, Pete's, no, no, and no. then I have to fist fight with Dan. Hold on. I want to hear Pete's. So, I, no, I have a question for you, and obviously we can't ask him, but does he mean four of like your top favorite tools that you have of all of them or are we talking like most important desert important. island like, style like right. these are the four tools you can have and nothing else i i imagine it with desert island four tools somehow there's power nothing else <laughs> okay all right um oof okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna combine two tools into one because it's basically one tool it's uh, a shopsmith <laughs> a shop <laughs> I just say shopsmith and then that's it you're set <laughs> Uh, the Laguna catalog, that's one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, the uh, driver and drill. Uh, I feel like that's just, you know, it's two oh. tools, but they're used together so much. I love my DeWalt set. I've used that thing on pretty much every project. That's just so nice. Oh, you know? look at Dan getting angry. I'm not going to say anything. Table saw, 100%. Love that table saw. Love any table saw. Just I feel like it's a must. Uh, and I'm getting way, way more comfortable with a bandsaw, and I gotta say, it's become my favorite tool. Very it's quickly. Mine too. Uh, last Absolutely. like last set of cutting boards I made, I made entirely with the joiner and the bandsaw. I tried to like try something different. And, yeah, and um, oof, last one on that list. Ah, drum sander. <laughs> and it's a weird Are list. You serious? <laughs> drum what? sander. That's the most know, that's luxury like tool favorite. in my shop. Dude, I just love that tool so much. It, uh, we were literally, dude, we had this old coffee tabletop from like an old coffee table we had. And it was just, I just ran it through there. And it was pine, crap, pine. But that's going to be a new desktop for, uh, for Emma. Got cleaned up within like one pass. Yeah, that that's nice. You know. And I guess that makes no sense because like that is not, that is a terrible desert island list. <laughs> um, but I'll, maybe I'll substitute that for the joiner. And that's my list. Bandsaw, joiner, <laughs> table saw, drill. All right, I have to fist fight you, Dan. Come at me, bro. Uh, you, really, jointer's not on your list? No. That's like that's like where all my projects start. Nope. Everything. Well, no, of us have a like twelve-inch jointer. Eighty-five. <laughs> I don't either. Seven percent of the things that I do on a jointer, I've done the math. I can do on my table saw and my planer. Fair. Well, I mean, you can do a jointer sled. Jointer on, sled your planer for sure. Planer sled. To get a, a flat surface phase. So, in effect, my planer can be a 12-inch jointer. Yeah, I'm sure. doing that too. Yeah. I've, so, I don't right. need I a jointer still, You're year. right, but you're still wrong overall. I am not oh, that's wrong. that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. There's no wrong answer except this one. No, no. Hmm. Dan's is wrong. No, no that's, that, that's a good argument. That's a solid argument. Yeah, but I, I only got the jointer last year. I've... Did a solid five years or so without a jointer, and it's—I mean—it's totally doable. It's not. It's I have really a jointer, nice but one. I don't really nice have one. I don't use it that often. It's mostly because it's a piece of crap. Mm. But I don't. Use have it. you tried a good one? Get, oh, they're so. Nice. I actually <laughs> have never tried a good jointer. 
So, Mike, to challenge you a little bit, I, I always find it weird when want- people, like, the first big upgrade they get is the joiner to go to, like, a eight, you know, 8-inch helical head, and that's their first upgrade, and I'm like, really? I don't like, understand that get either. A, get a better was my, like, table uh, saw or a nice, like, big upgrade. Yeah. My, I w- my first big upgrade was a bandsaw, and then I got my table saw, and then I got my jointer. And then the drum sander, and then the dust collector. Oh, nobody mentioned dust collector, as a oh. Well, you're on an island, a desert island, so you know. (laughs) (laughs) You're on an island, a desert island with power. You don't need summer breeze, right? There's just there's no problem there. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, jointer. I use a lot. I mean, I use exclusively rough lumber, and you know, I have the space, so I don't want to make a sled. There's a tool that does that job, so for me, it makes sense. But yeah, I mean. But what like, if, uh, all right, let's throw another one in there. Because I feel like we all chose, like, surfacing machines of some kind. Let's say you have to work with S4S Lumber. You can get it just already done for free. You don't have to join it, plan it, whatever. Four tools, go. Uh, actually, I'm going to let Dan go first. Table saw. This too. Okay. Table saw. Combo square. Ooh. Nice. Tape measure. And my domino still. That's an essential tool at this point. Not, I don't care what you effort. say about my domino. That thing is essential. It's fine, man. I like I that. don't disagree. I'm going to actually say table saw. I don't have a domino, but I'd throw domino on there. Um, I'm still going to say bandsaw because mm-hmm. that's like my favorite tool. Like I just love bandsaw. You get so much done on there. Assuming I get a three-quarter inch resaw blade and a quarter inch uh, fine tooth blade. Um... And for my fourth tool, oh, jeez. I know, right? Uh, I'm like a combo too. square, I guess. Like a super nice combo square. Empire? Yeah. Oh, no, I said a, like a super nice one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes that sponsor. Right. <laughs> I was going to say a, a I, Petri's I, Workshop. Uh, oh, 3D printed Ouch, miss square. Yeah, nice oh, desert Island, Sorry, though. Pete. A lot of heat. I don't want that thing to melt in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I think bandsaw, table saw, definitely. Uh, I gotta love my bandsaw now. Um, then drill driver set, and uh, a small part of me wants to like choose like a hand tool, but uh, ooh, maybe a maybe a nail gun, like a framing nail gun or like no, a brad like nail a gun? like a like a uh, one like of those battery small battery operated. I can use it to like, hunt for shell crab, uh, shell crab or something later, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just like a simple, like a, I don't know, 16-gauge. Let's slap some stuff together. Well, I, I wasn't thinking about shell crab. I want to change one of my answers to a mallet. So. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, a mallet. <laughs> so you just make a mallet out of, You'll find a coconut. It'll be fine. Make a we mallet all, out of a coconut. <laughs> we <laughs> we all answered stick. wrong somehow. Uh, so... Um, Next I'll question. Go, I'll go to this next question here. <laughs> hey guys, you have fifteen hundred dollars and you're gonna upgrade one single tool in your shop. What would it be? Bandsaw. Me anyway. I'll go. I would get a domino. I'd get the XL domino and get the uh, get that uh, that dock station that Ramon Artful made. I think oh, you can yeah, roll out yeah, for yeah. 1500 bucks for that, where you can do everything the the small domino does with the big domino. Damn. Pete? I'm actually uh, I'm in a pinch right now, because I feel like everything I have does what I need it to do. But I, I think I would have to go... I don't know if I can even swing a good one, or really what I would want, but a, a joiner. I think that would be the next thing to really get upgraded in my shop. Um, like an... Just a nice eight inch. At but least. they're so useless. <clears throat> Why would you even? Want, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, but like I, I mean, everything. Essentially, I've upgraded. Yeah, your stuff's good. Stuff. Right. It's yep. it's like I have like mid range. Old. I love older tools. Uh, personally, I just think they just run like a beast. If it's got all cast iron and steel parts, and a motor that's seen twenty years of use and it's working like new, I'm all about it. Um, so I I think a, a joiner or a bandsaw. I think I'm on the fence about those two. Can I change my answer? Yeah. Two? Uh, dust collection, actually. I need to upgrade mm. that really badly. 
We talked about yeah, this you, a couple episodes you ago. You really do. Yeah. I want you to be doing this for a while, buddy. Yeah. Get that <sighs> dust collection upgraded. Feel the love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a quick one. I'm going to jump into this yeah. next question, all right? Do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. I'm really enjoying the podcast. Uh, I'm considering upgrading my DeWalt 7480 table saw due to uh, the lack of data support, and I'm curious what you guys would recommend for an upgrade. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm ready to give up the space for a cabinet saw, uh, but I need something with a little, uh, little more power. Thanks. Pete. Okay, so I had that table saw, the contractor saw. I love that saw. And if anyone is looking for an upgrade in that size, I highly recommend it because it's great. Now, here's the other thing that DeWalt... <laughs> Isn't that a job of. site saw, not a contractor? It, it is, is a job yeah. site saw. It's the, like, the small okay. carry, the one you can carry. That technically does not officially support a dado. But, but it can. take a dado probably about, I want to say, three-eighths of an inch. I think half inch would be kind of pushing it. You could throw a little dado on there. Um, I, I just know because of a friend. It was definitely me. It was me. I've done it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but the one I would recommend, that I highly recommend, is uh, the rigid, and I do not know the model number. It is the rigid uh, kind of next step up. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's the, one of the ones that's like fully standing Here's my recommendation though. If you can find it, get it. Get the full cast iron top. It's got these like openings in the cast iron on the sides. It looks kind of funky. It was meant for back in the day, they would throw a clamp through it and clamp like a push block or, or like a stop block so you can bump up against something. Um, that thing's just like a really nice solid machine. Uh, it's just a good size and it feels a lot sturdier. And the main thing you really want that I think is the most important part is having that blade as far away from you as possible. And a big, nice cast iron top saw is going to do that. Not something, you know, massive like a Powermatic or something, but that size, even the uh, the deltas. The deltas are actually pretty good too, um, but they're kind of in that mid-range. The reason you want that is not just for safety being far away from the blade, but you want to make sure that you have enough surface before the blade to really have a nice steady surface if you're cutting something larger. Or even if you're using a, a sled, because that was my biggest uh, issues. I've I've had plenty of scares with that tiny job side saw where the, the sled would like tip back on me. So that's my recommendation. If that uh, that rigid, and I'll find a model number right now as Dan stocking. So Dan, I really like the Delta thirty six seven two five. I think it is. You can get it from Lowe's. That's the one I had before I got my saw stop. That mm-hmm. saw is fantastic. And the only reason I got rid of it is because my wife was like, hey, maybe you should get one of those saws that don't cut your hand off. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, knows, I agree. Those are stuff. Yes. But those that, are good ones. That Delta saw is fantastic. It's got a really solid T-square T fence <laughs> or T-fence. And it's got enough power to get through eight-quarter walnut, no problem. You can even upgrade the motor to 220. It's a fantastic saw, and it's only like 600 bucks at Lowe's. And to clarify, not literally swap the motor. You just move two cables. And it's yeah. just the wires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just it's, same thing with this rigid saw, upgrade. same thing. It's simply that caliber of saw. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, a good contractor saw. Because, uh, fun fact, there is a DeWalt version of that saw, like that size saw that a buddy of mine has. I, and it's actually, like, I didn't even know they had it until I saw it in a shop. And it's, it's not a bad saw, but there's not a lot of them out there. No, I believe not. Weber. Yeah, I, I believe Blake Weber with Weber Workshop has one, right? Yeah, he's oh, got yeah? one. He's got it yeah. all tricked out with Inkra stuff. It's yeah, really yeah nice. it's nice. Oh, fancy. Um, follow up. My, I mean, my answer is: if you're not going to get a cabinet saw or your final saw, go buy a used saw from Craigslist or or Facebook Marketplace. That's just a nice looking saw. Something you feel like is a. You want a contractor saw, not a job site saw if you're going to do the upgrade. So that's what the Delta is. That's what the uh, DeWalt and the Rigid that Pete and Dan are talking about. Mm-hmm. Just if you're not going to get your last saw, there's no reason to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on this saw because it's not going to be your last saw. You're going to upgrade it. Go get a saw for like 200 bucks used. hundred. I think I got mine. My last saw was 125 bucks. I learned a ton of stuff on it. It was a Craftsman saw from the 70s. Uh, it had a ton nice. of power, and it worked great. It was a great saw. I could run a full dado stack up to the max size. What is what three quarters? 
three quarters yep. for a max size data. Anyway, so yeah, I could run like thirteen sixteenths actually. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I would run. I could run that no problem, and um, yeah, I mean I, it's cheap, and you know you want to have you're starting to look at safety features at that point when you get really used stuff because I you couldn't even find a riving knife for it. They didn't make any any of the safety features for it. So I don't have a riving knife on mine. <laughs> I mean, but they micro jig has that that aftermarket riving knife too, and it's cheap. You, you can just put it right in your uh, your throat plate that you make yourself. So, mm-hmm. um, just get one that has like a one and a half horsepower motor that's used, and trick it out. Put some nice things on there, make it yours. You know, sometimes you find one that you just cannot calibrate, and you're kind of screwed. <laughs> like sometimes that's why people are selling them, and they don't tell you that part. Yep. Uh, so you got to kind of go there and play with it a little bit, but. Get a used saw that has a good motor and doesn't look like it's just beat to hell. Yep. Find one that looks like it's in decent shape, and you'll be able to use it for a ton of stuff. And so. a lot of these saws, like the the Delta and the Rigid, they both have the same horsepower motor as that Dewalt saw you're using. Yep, it's just on a different body, and it's you get yep. a lot more confidence with it. I think that yep. that Delta has a one and three quarter horse motor. Yeah, it does. It has a bump? Oh, it does. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great options for, I mean, use tools. If it's not your last tool that you're never going to replace ever again, go the most reasonable price you can <laughs> to get the job done. Cause and listen, the used tools market, it's full of tools that you're going to put in your shop and never replace too. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, look yeah. at my Powermatic. <laughs> yeah. You can find, I mean, you can find some guy who's a production shop that just needs a newer one now, but he has a saw that, or whatever tool it is that gonna last you another 20 years so and uh i hate to make light of a bad situation right now but given what's happening out there there might be some people right now that are in you know worse financial situations and some businesses may be going out of business um and i'll put it in good light you know the best way you can honor those sh- shops and those people that have you know are very clearly passionate about woodworking is to you know, maybe buy that tool, help them out financially, and actually put that tool to good use. So, um, you know, there, there's going to be some deals out there the next couple of weeks or months. Maybe keep an eye out, and just the best you can do is just help those guys out and uh, put that tool to good use. I didn't even think of that. Be right back, going to the marketplace. Yep. <laughs> there's been some deals out there already that I've been seeing. It's It, it kind of breaks my heart because it's like, ah, oh, man, it's, this just means somebody closed down or something. <sighs> now you're making me feel bad for making jokes. No, 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 no. You're a monster. But that's the thing. Like, just try to think of it as a positive thing. You know, you're helping somebody else out financially because they need to, you know, they need the help. And you're getting something that you can do a lot of good with. So, how much should we lowball them? <laughs> <laughs> now you're the Offer monster. A price you'd want to be offered and still reasonably take. Ah, so nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing off the actual. This doesn't have a helical upgrade. <laughs> I don't want this table saw. Helical <laughs> head table saw. <laughs> On my data stack's helical head. It's pretty nice. <laughs> wait, wait. This, this joiner doesn't take a data stack? I'm, like, oh, no, I'm, out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to... I know this is like off of question topics, but I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I tell you guys I upgraded like three of my tools to 220 this week. Yeah. I mean, we, you've told us, but not on the, on the podcast. I didn't say that on here? I don't think so. So I didn't know this, but... So my dust collector, I changed that over to 220, and it spins up like in two seconds now. Before it took 10 seconds, it was wild. Same with my bandsaw and my table saw. I changed all those over to 220. It just spins up so quick. It's like up to speed almost instantly. My 220 bandsaw blows my mind. (laughs) What's that? What are you doing with all your extra time now? Editing this podcast. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's oh geez well we're out of voice messages so oh, pete well, you want to read us some uh regular old written messages snail mail oh, handwritten yes <laughs> uh where is this there we are okay um let's do this one first because it's quick and dirty and <laughs> i don't know i feel like we answered this question like uh on any live uh but what's your favorite wood to work with guys walnut acrylic <laughs> epoxy <laughs> epoxy yeah Jinx. No. <laughs> uh, it's uh it's definitely walnut i mean if you don't say I mean, there's a reason wrong. Hold up. so i have i have two answers one of them's um, wrong then 
go on. <laughs> I have three answers now. See, Dan, keep it going. I'll keep adding. It's just favorite you're just more wrong. Wood, the favorite wood, <laughs> the way like it looks when I'm done working with it, walnut, hands down. There's I the actually right do answer. enjoy working with it a lot. Um, favorite like one of my favorite woods to work with is hard maple, just because it just looks good when it's done too. Like it's got, it just feels a lot more solid. It doesn't dent. It's really nice. Uh, but one of the easiest to work with, I find cherry. Cherry, I just find like it's just. But I'm thinking more of like a hand tool side too. Uh, it just feels really easy to work with. It's easy on the tools, still feels pretty durable, and it looks pretty dang good. All right. We can get some curl in there. I'll accept. I didn't know we could just put, keep putting in woods that we like right. and giving. <laughs> can our we just keep going? Them. So I'm gonna I'll go like monkey pop. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna go with some more too then, because obviously walnut is my overall favorite. But I have the same answer about maple as Pete does. It when you're done with it, it just feels so durable and like it's such a good wood and it's just a nice contrasting piece of wood. But and I've brought this up before as well, but there's an elm that I love yes. and I don't know which elm it is because my Sawyer can't figure out for sure if it's a British elm or an American elm, but it smells like mahogany mm. but spicier and it's a li- it's a little softer than walnut. Well, it's it's significantly softer than walnut, but it's still a hard wood and it doesn't dent very easily, so it tools really nice. It doesn't burn. It makes my shop smell incredible. Like, you know when you work with cedar or pine, like it's almost like too strong and aromatic, like it kind of stings a bit. Also, pine is garbage. This stuff smells really good, and my shop smells good, and it's just, I love working with it, but I have a hard time finding it because elm, you know, is pretty, pretty endangered in America because of Dutch elm disease, and I can only get a hold of it when... Um, there's only like in my area and in, in Sacramento, by in California here, there's only like 2000 elm trees that are even alive yeah. and they, they aren't able, they can't take them down. They can only, they can only process them when they fall naturally. And that's the only time I can get them. So whenever they, they actually have me on a list for whenever they have elm come in, I actually run down there and buy it up as soon as I can, because the stuff goes immediately. I was going to say something to that effect that uh, a lot of the elm trees are like protected or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's probably a good chance that the elm that you get is Siberian elm, which is it's grown here a lot. And is it? Have yeah. you have you worked it? Yeah, I've made a couple of big tables. Twelve. Is it like tables. chocolate brown? Yeah. Then it's that. It's that. Like I love it. Mm. It it's amazing. I gotta like try I, that. I haven't worked with it yet. Yeah, I made incre- two twelve foot uh, live edge tables out of them last year. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, if you go to my feed and go back really far, mm. you'll see them. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go real far. <clears throat> Let's see. Five posts a day times 365. <laughs> it's upwards 17, of 12. <laughs> um, you want to get, get another question in here? Yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, by the way, that was from Jerry Hyduke. Yes, I said your name oh. correctly this time because oh. uh, he yelled at me. Jerry's a brother. great guy. Yes. Um, yeah. He called me uh, out. He's like, you got the first name right, but the last name you butchered. I thought you were Polish. I was like, oh, now now I know how to say it. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. Could you imagine if you got his first name wrong? It's just you, Jerry. You failed the Polish guy. Guri. Guri. Guri Hajuk. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we got uh, Jake, my boy Jake, from uh, JV Woodworks. And his question is... Question for the show, which that's not the question. <laughs> because I did something <laughs> dumb today, <laughs> I need to feel better about myself. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done in the shop? <laughs> Can yeah. I go? Yes, please. Years ago, when I first got my jointer, like probably four or five years ago, um, I was making a mallet. Shocker, right? <laughs> and to flush for up your first the, mallet video. <laughs> to flush up the uh, the tenon and the and the the wedges. Mm-hmm. I ran it over the jointer, <laughs> top down, and when the jointer caught the tenon and the wedges because it was ingrain, oh, <laughs> I almost took a finger off. off. <laughs> I still, I, I still have nightmares about that. Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> that's frightening. Yep. No wonder the jointer wasn't on your list. I hate that jointer. It's <laughs> <laughs> an evil machine. I'll go. Uh, I'll go next. Yeah. So when I was when I had started building my guitar back in December, 
I had picked out a piece of um, of maple that had green. What is it when it, the big leaf maple when it has the green in there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I picked out this piece of maple for the top. I bought it for the top. I had routed out all the pickup holes and the electronic holes and the F holes. And what'd you call was, me? When I was routing <laughs> We're out, gonna bleep that out. So, <laughs> so when I was when I was routing out the F hole, the bit caught and I completely blew out my F hole. <laughs> we're gonna cut this out. I feel like you're just saying F hole <laughs> over and over. No, it's just it's really so you, it, so the you whole f- up I your F hole. So my my, my seriously, the, my entire F hole was blown out entirely. <laughs> so I, I had we're to gonna toss. link to what an F hole on a that is when oh yeah. God. So oh. we're gonna in, get uh, an inbox full of what's an F hole, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on a semi. Hollow guitar. Throw an explicit rating on this. Uh, no, calm down, you guys. All right, this is calm down. <laughs> so on a, on a semi-hollow guitar, <laughs> on a semi-hollow guitar, the top it's a there's a back that you route out two cavities for, and then you put a mm-hmm. top over that, and it creates something of an acoustic guitar, and you have F-shaped holes like you'd see on a violin or a cello, oh, but it's on a guitar. F-shaped hole. That makes yeah. Okay, that actually, I know exactly Jeez. what you're talking about now. Okay, so when I was routing out the top for my guitar, I blew out my F-shaped hole, and it <laughs> went everywhere. <laughs> Dan's laughing, and he can't breathe, and Pete looks super disappointed right now. No, 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 no. no I finally get it. I just, I was trying to think. I'm like Googling what an F-hole is. No, don't, don't do that. Do that. Don't no. do that. Oh God! Dan's, la- Dan's laughing. Do it in incognito Pete. mode for God. Pete. Pete. Nope. <laughs> Pete looks so disappointed. I'm sorry, mom. No, it's no. It, that was literally the. Gr- but for reals, I was not paying attention attention to the grain pattern on my F-shaped hole, and uh, the bit. I was coming at it the wrong way. The bit hit that, and it ripped it up. And it was it was incredibly disappointing. I heard a noise, and the and the router jumped. It was a handheld router, and I was like, oh, God, and I pulled, I picked the, I have a video of it somewhere. (laughs) I've never shared it because I can't bleep it out enough, but there's, uh, (laughs) but there's, there's, you know, I'm, I just was so mad. I I still have that piece of wood. It's still sitting in my scrap. I think that would be a great video to share if it was just full of beeps and bleeps. Cut, no, cut the audio completely. Just put that generic, like, uh, No, I want to hear the bleeps. (laughs) Just me. It'd be like Morse code in a video. Or, or even better, speed it up. So you just hear like... Like a chipmunk. It's, um... It was a huge bummer. That was one of the dumbest things. Because I should have known better. I, I knew it was a very precarious route. And I, I just wasn't... I was in such a hurry to get that piece done. Because I wanted to see what it looked like. Mm-hmm. I was putting the end of the... It, I was putting the prize ahead of the actual work. And I really wanted to see what that thing looked like. And I messed it all up. And I had to... That caused me to have to wait. It took me four more nights to get back to that spot. So mm, it was a yeah. huge stupid mistake. You Pete, live and learn, right? What makes you um, stupid? So what makes you my stupid thing is, uh, Mike, it's related to something you were posting earlier. I think it was you. Um, mm. What we were talking about earlier, which was stuff on top of your sled while you're cutting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was cutting some small pieces right in front of me, and I had a long piece of wood. Not long, but like a foot long on the back of the sled, and I guess it slipped. Mm-hmm. It was sitting behind a blade. My sled was big enough, so I didn't really, wasn't really hitting it when I was making these quick cuts. But I made literally the last cut of the night, and I made the cut, and I just kind of like pulled the sled all the way back. And as soon as I did that, it pinched the piece of wood between the blade and the back of the sled, and. Thank goodness it didn't hit my face. Anything. Yeah, no kidding. It shot it straight up my hand, however, and Ooh. I completely tore up all my knuckles. Um, and basically, I just like, I just left everything as it was. Mm-hmm. Just walked away for the night. I mm-hmm. said, "Yep, that's, that's, I'm very lucky. I'm done for tonight." You have I was to. gonna like hang a, a, a couple more things, and I said, "No, no, no, I'm done." Your so adrenaline gets the, pumping. Just, yeah, yeah. The dumbest thing, because you're like, oh, it's just home stretch. It was a little, like late at night. I'm just trying to get it done before it gets too mm-hmm. late, and then. I was like, this is stupid. I shouldn't have rushed. Uh, just such a dumb mistake. But, yeah, uh, I'm safe, luckily. So that's good. <laughs> Did you mark yourself safe on Facebook? Uh, yes, I marked myself <laughs> safe on Facebook. And what's funny is at the time I worked a retail job, and I would ex- like talk to people all the time, and they'd see my knuckles, and I'd get looks. And 
like when some one person <laughs> asked me like did you did like, you, get in a fight and yeah, i'm like no 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 like i do woodworking it was a piece of wood like it's, <laughs> nah, it's fine nah, like, you gotta run okay. with that pete you gotta run with I, that yeah i don't want to sidetrack us but at my job we have a i used to have a i all of our mobile devices we have like i don't know 100 lines or whatever um through verizon our verizon sales rep <clears throat> on the weekends was an mma fighter <laughs> he would oh. come into work and his face would look like like a but like someone just punched a bunch of tomatoes or something. Like a Jason Paul like painting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a Picasso. It would look like a Picasso. He'd roll in there and be like, "Are you all right, man?" He's like, "Yeah, no, I'm fine." It's just like, "All right, whatever, man." People the first angry. rule is you don't talk about it, Mike. Right, 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 right. Anyway, beat up face. Uh, questions? Huh? Good times. Um, oh. that's actually that is it all the questions, questions we had. Um, we still have that one question that is literally a topic. Yeah, that's an episode. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, so, Sarah, uh, we got your question. We will answer it, but it's such a good question. It'll take 45 minutes. Ooh. So hang tight. Dan's gonna We've have to think couple... of an actual answer for it. I agree we got a couple, so sorry guys, we got a couple topics I think we could make pretty quick answers of. And one of them is buy once, cry once, or upgrade oh. over time. Do you think we can make quick, quick, quick mention of that, or is that a long, a long topic? <clears throat> I, um, I'm, I'm honestly, like, for me, it's I'm dead center on that. I'm both things. Like I, I, well, I, I firmly believe in just buying something once and like having that tool and and you're set. But then there's plenty of things in a shop that you can upgrade, like a bandsaw or yeah. a joiner. You could start small, then an eight inch, then eventually you get something with a helical head. Like that's three upgrades. If you can do two or more upgrades, upgrade over time. Yeah, I feel like there are long answers to this question. Yeah, that's my We'll save it for a show topic then. I don't want to do the next one. Um, why doesn't Dan have a beard? He's uh, a, it's a genetic can... disorder. Yes. <laughs> what is that disease where you can't grow hair? Uh, just alopecia. Alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you. Uh, I transitioned? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we have post-op. You're going to have to post-op. edit that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm keeping that. Okay, um... <laughs> Well, you know what? Um, I think we can do this one pretty quick, and I, we did kind of talk about it. So, how important is creating a brand? It's very. What important. do you guys think? Is that quick enough? Yeah, my answer is very important. Next. Well, I think I think it matters if you're trying to be. Well, no, it doesn't. You're right. It's very important no matter what because if you're going to be do, well, yeah. what if you're just a weekend warrior woodworker? You don't have to. This goes you don't right have back to. to our topic earlier of like, yeah. you don't need to be a brand. Right. You don't need to be. If you want to be, more power to you. If oh, yeah. you're going to become a hashtag or whatever, yeah. like, welcome to the community. We love you. If you're doing but it for fun, yeah, you need it, to. it's not important. If you're trying right. to make money at this, it's important. There. Yes. Yeah. And and I, that's why I wanted to go to that because we kind of touched on it. And I, when, So when I first started, like in my first like nebulous time getting into Instagram and doing the content creation or whatever, mm-hmm. I, that wasn't my goal. I, was, I just wanted to make better posts. And I very, but I I really wanted to sell stuff to people. I really wanted to make products and sell them. So no matter what, if you're going to get into influence, you know, doing the content creation influencers thing or sell products to people, your brand has to be locked down early on because rebrand pivots are tough. Yes. Especially when you're far in and you need to have continuity through your brand and... I use the same font on everything that I post anywhere. Ooh, well, uh, I, I don't change font on anything. Uh, my friend is a graphic designer. She designed my logo. Obviously, I have a good logo. I know that. I can say that. It's a good okay. logo. She okay. did a great... Well. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> <a good> logo. <laughs> she, she did a great job on yeah, the logo, really and she nailed the, the font. I use the font on my website. I use the font on my business cards. I use the font on everything. You know, And that's brand continuity and i try to do that throughout so that's important and that's one of the first things that i focused on because when i got on instagram like i said i wanted to sell stuff i had no Mm. even grand desire to get into making posts that you know do whatever that wasn't my goal you don't want to lock yourself into anything. No. Nope. You want to cuz pivoting is hard. That's actually a really good point cuz I I thought very long and hard that's what she said uh, about um, <laughs> my name, my the Petrie's workshop. 
I, I, I own the email and everything for Woodshop as well, but I purposely chose Workshop because that I wanted to make sure I'm not locked into just woodworking. If I go into 3D printing, metalworking, anything, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm safe. Now, not that it really matters, but I'm safe, you know? I know that I'm, I'm right away setting the expectation that I do multiple things. So that, that was my, my idea. I went through, I don't know, friends and family members probably remember, but I, when I was trying to pick a name, two months of name <clears throat> deciding. I went with Coffee Custom <clears throat> Builds because I realistically, the only thing I'll probably ever branch out to from woodworking is CNC. Or welding. And weld, yeah, well, yep. exactly. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that I'll actually even uh, make products that sell. Uh, well, CNC, I'll, that will yeah. literally be a venture that's only for selling stuff. But for, for welding and metalwork, I don't know that I'll ever be good enough. Or I don't, I, don't have, I don't think I have the desire to get into metalworking so much that I'll ever be able to create a product good enough to sell. But in a way, you're sense. covered in your brand. That but I'm covered, yeah. My name is far-reaching. It's just yeah. custom builds. And I started anything. not to sell. I started purely to share and interact. That's how it started. I was the weekend woodworker, and I was, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm selling now, but luckily it's within my brand. I want to say you, that, I want to say that your brand is your logo and your business name, but I think it's more than that as well. It's, it's who you are as a person, as a business. It's what you provide. It's everything all encompassing. Encompa- I, th- I always run into words that I can't say. And the Polish guy corrects you. To he. Your brand is more than your logo and your business name. It's mm-hmm. everything that you are and what you provide. Yep. Mm-hmm. One hour mark. Whoa. Interesting. Um... Sorry, I don't mean to distract you guys with that. Uh, oh, no you problem. did that? Oh, oh, I did that. Yeah, I just <laughs> wanted to. For... Well, anyway, I agree with you 100%, Dan. There's, yeah. there's a, you've got to sculpt and create all of those things, and you need to be in control of all the optics and perceptions of what you're putting out yes. at all times. And Daniel Dunlap Woodworks is Daniel Dunlap Woodworks. Dan is not going to not succeed because he doesn't have a – because he has Woodworks in his name. Yeah. Um, if Dan gets into metal work, it'll be just fine. I'll just start but, another account. Yeah. I mean, he's got photography. He's got his woodworking account. He's metal account. Anyway, the, the point is, is you just have to be intentional <clears throat> with what yeah. you're doing and what you're putting forward to people. Right. You don't just post stuff or you don't just build something randomly. You have something that's in line with what you've created previously and what you plan to create down the road. Right. That's my exactly. opinion on it. Yep. And uh, that literally carries us right into that next topic that we're going to hit up up at some point, which is you don't have to be an influencer. You don't have to be a brand. Let's expand that. Just just enjoy Instagram. That's it. That's it. Did we just make a full circle? Did we come back to it? We did. That's it. It was a great. This is another great podcast, guys. Holy smokes. That's a (laughs) wrap. Cat in the hat, and that was that. Yes. Or whatever. (laughs) Now, if Dan's audio is good. This is going to be a damn good episode. This is going to be a good one. Let's hope so. I'll tell you what. Tell you what, boy. I'll tell you what. Well, I guess I'll say, you know, thanks to everyone who listened. Thanks for joining us again, and thanks for all the support. We really appreciate you all very much. Um, Questions, comments, we love them. They make us feel like we're doing something that matters. So please, please send us some questions and comments. Uh, We'll post the link on our social medias. All three of us will push that throughout the week. And we really appreciate all the support we just i know i can speak for dan and pete when i say that 100 percent, they're great guys i'm okay we just really appreciate you guys very much i love this community you guys have been awesome not you guys you guys guys are okay but the (laughs) the people listening just i love all of you guys you've been so supportive and i want to hear your voices i don't want to see your typed words yep record a message we'd love to play it live on a show answer your questions try to uh do it not drunk uh, although that might be funny, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I want comments, all the drunk concerns, messages, complaints, <laughs> kickback, yeah. whatever. Complaints, yeah, that's fine. It. If you have feedback, like negative feedback, we can take yeah, it. Tell Dan that he's wrong about the joiner. No, you don't know? do that. I'm right. <laughs> not only do we want your questions in video, not video. Ooh. Oh, Whoa, geez, no. No, don't, no, 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 no. Nope. You're committing. <laughs> Back up. Not only. Dan's drunk. I'm not actually. Not only do we want your questions in voicemails, but you know, if you want to send us along a uh, package of toilet paper, that'd be great too. We're getting low. <laughs> yep. 
relevant. That'll be a good joke in five years. I know. All right, guys. Let's. Uh, we'll call this a good one. All right. Um, I'll talk to you guys after this. Yeah. Yep. Bye. Bye. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Love you. Long time. Okay, bye. <laughs>